Hey guys, William Mayak, creator of Jazz Edge. Today we're going to be talking about how to get flow in your improvisation. So our podcast title today is Seriously, How Do I Get Flow in My Improv? So uh, what I'm going to do is, um, I was just playing a, a, a little progression here, just you know something uh, just kind of made up, uh, and just improvising over the top of it. So a lot of times students wonder, how do I get that flow in my improvisation? And the reality is that they end up focusing on the wrong stuff uh, in order to get that flow in their improv, right? So it's too often, you're, you know, there's a lot of focus on um, what notes should I be playing, what scale should I be doing, you know, what chords, all of that kind of stuff. It's a lot of uh, uh, technical and theoretical stuff that students focus on, whereas in reality, um, when it comes to flow in improvisation, it's more of a mindset, it's more of a physical dexterity, and it's more some actual mechanics at the instrument that are a little bit more important to get that flow. So let's talk about that right now. So what are the some of the main elements. There are three basic elements that we need when we're uh, improvising. Now, the first one that we always come to right away is the notes, right? Well, what notes are we actually going to play? The other element is rhythm. We need to have rhythm in our improvisation. If we don't have rhythm in our lines, then it's going to sound pretty darn boring. But the other one is fingering as well. And with that fingering, we could also lump in dynamics, articulation, you know, uh, uh, phrasing, stuff like that. But the main thing is fingering. And when I say fingering, I mean that you're not going to get jammed up when you're improvising. How often has it happened that you're playing a line, right? And you're like, whoops, I get jammed up and I, and I can't move over. I, I don't know how to cross over or cross under the fingers, right? And my line ends up getting jammed up and then it breaks the flow. It's all about flow, ladies and gentlemen, right? If you don't have flow in your improvisation, you can have all the right notes. But if they're like... Right? It just doesn't... That sounds very like uh, uh, you, you, it's, it's, it's like skipping, right? It, it, it's it's not uh, in step. It doesn't sound fluid and it doesn't sound flowing. Even though I'm playing all of the right notes. All right. So what's a good exercise for this? Well, if you take a look at the most recent. Uh, confident improviser lesson that I just did, we were talking about three minor scales that you need to know for your improvisation. Right, I'm not going to go through all three of them. The only one I'm going to focus on right now is the harmonic minor scale. So I'm going to take G minor here, okay, and I'm going to be playing that harmonic minor scale, okay, which is the notes G, A, B flat, C, D, E flat, F sharp, and G. Okay, so basically it's a flat three, flat six, and natural seventh off of the major scale. So G, A, B flat, C, D, E flat, F sharp, and G. So now, when we're trying to create flow in our improvisation, it's, I find it's, it's great to start with a chord and one scale just to try messing around with your improv. Okay, so I'm going to take my G minor chord over here in the left hand. And to make it simple, I'm not even going to play the 7th because I don't want that 7th to get in the way. So I'm just going to hit G, A, B flat, and D. Kind of gives me like a G minor 9 kind of sound. Okay, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to start on each of my chord tones and I'm going to try creating a, li a line only using that G harmonic minor scale. 
Now, one easy way to get started is start the line on each chord tone and just move up, right? Uh, maybe, you, maybe you don't even go down the scale, you just go up the scale. So now let's review once again, what are the chord tones that we're talking about here? Well, that would be G, B flat, and D for sure. Now, what about F? Well, F isn't part of the harmonic minor scale, so I'd say instead the F sharp, because this is really kind of like a G minor major seventh chord, okay? So, um, but I really like this harmonic minor sound because it has a real, real nice sound to it. Does that mean you can't use the harmonic minor scale over a regular G minor seven chord? No, no, you can. I, I, you, know, you can absolutely do that. You're just gonna have to pay attention to that seventh uh, when you're improvising, just to make sure it doesn't clash too much there, all right? So anyway, all right, so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to start my line on one of my chord tones. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start on either the root, the third, or the fifth. For right now, I'm just gonna leave the seventh out of it. So I'm gonna start on either a G, a B flat, or a D. And I'm gonna play that harmonic minor scale going up, starting on one of those notes. So here I'll start on the G. Now I'll start on the B flat. Now I'll start on the D. And so all I'm doing is I'm starting the line on different notes of the chord. Why do I do that? Because I want to get uh, very comfortable being able to, to play that scale starting on any note. Well now why do I start on a chord tone? Because the chord tones are gonna sound good as starting notes. Now, if you take a listen back to uh, some previous episodes of the Confident Improviser podcast, you know I was also talking about target notes too. So now I can also start to think about my starting note and my target note. Okay, so now let's say I start on the root, G, and then I'm gonna end on the third, B flat. So then I can maybe go G and go all the way up, up to the third and end on the third, on the B flat up here. Now you hear starting on the root and ending on the third like that, the line sounds good. Listen to what happens if I uh, end on a note that's not part of the chord. Let's say I'm gonna end on the E flat. Do you hear how unresolved that sounds? Whereas if I start on the G and go back to the B flat again. You hear how much more resolved that B flat sounds on that G minor chord, right? flat. Again, I'll end on E flat, just so you can hear it. That's ending on E flat, right? Doesn't sound very resolved. So to gain flow in our improvisation, one exercise that I like to do is I would take one chord, in this case, a G minor chord, okay? And you could do whatever voicing you want. You could do shells if you want. You could just do root five root, you could do root five tenth, you could do a rootless chord, you could do a block chord, you could do a root three seven shell, whatever you want to do in the left hand, that's fine. You can even do a bass line. You know, play a bass line if you want to as well. Whatever you want to do for accompaniment in the left hand, completely up to you, all right? The main idea is that we're trying to create flow in our right hand. So how do we create that flow in our right hand? We're going to run that scale, but rather than just running the scale up and down like that, we're going to instead run that scale. We're gonna make it so that there's a little bit more, 
you know, improvisation to it. Okay, so I'm gonna play that G minor chord, then I'm just gonna start on a note. Again, I'm gonna pick a note of the chord, okay? Uh, so I'm gonna start on either the root, the third, or the fifth, and I'm gonna run the scale a little bit, and then I'm gonna try and end on a chord tone. Okay. I could try things like, there I started on the ninth. I went to the ninth, the major seventh, back to the ninth, then to the root. So you see I could do some enclosures. Maybe I go to my shells. Not stress enough how important this exercise is to create flow in your improvisation. So let's go through and let's do it over a different chord in a different scale. Okay, so again, the idea here is what you're doing is you're playing one chord in the left hand, whatever that accompaniment is, shells, block chord, triads, whatever, like I said, and then you're playing one scale in the right hand. Why only one scale? Because you're trying to learn that scale. Because you're trying to get better at that scale. You're trying to get fluid with that scale. So I take the chord in the left hand, I play the chord while playing that scale in the right hand. Just try and generate as many different ideas as I can. Now while trying to generate these ideas, again, I'm thinking about my starting notes and my target notes, because those starting notes and target notes is what adds uh, structure to my improvisation. Okay, so I might think of starting on a chord tone, or I might think of ending on a chord tone, again. As with anything in improvisation, you do not have to always start and end on a chord tone. You know, you could start and end on tensions or non-chord tones, absolutely fine. All right, so let's, let's move to another chord. Okay, let's do uh, C minor. And this time, let's do my natural minor scale, which is C, D, E flat, F, G, A flat, B flat, C. Typically, I'd be playing one, two, three, cross under, one, two, three, four, five in the right hand for my fingering. Remember, when I improvise, I don't keep that fingering. My thumb is not always going to go on the C. Maybe I might put my middle finger on the C. All right? So when I just played that line, it was like three, four, three, two, one, right? And then now this is C, D, C, B flat, G. Okay? So I'm like playing, I, I, like I'm doing a fingering that is not the regular fingering for the scale. Because remember, when I improvise, the fingering that I play normally when I'm uh, practicing the scale is not necessarily gonna be the same fingering that I do when I improvise. I need to be adept at moving around my hands and being able to create a line without getting my fingers all jammed up. That's why we do this exercise, okay? So when we typically play that scale, we typically start with what? C with the thumb, one, two, three, and then cross underneath, right, like that? But the reality is when we go to improvise, we're not always gonna improvise like that, right?
you see I'm like improvising around, I'm playing the chord in the left hand and I do a little bit of a bass line and I'm just improvising over that one scale. I'm lifting up my hand just like you would lift up a needle on a record and move it to different places while I'm lifting up my hand and moving it on different sections of that scale and I need to create my fingering, uh, you know, in the spur of the moment. Okay, so that's why we practice this exercise. So again, this is how you do it, just to, to make sure that you have it completely. Pick any chord you want in the left hand, okay? In this case, I'm picking C minor. Well, now I'm gonna pick a scale that's gonna go along with that C minor, right? So I have a chord and a scale that I wanna kinda link together and practice. Now, if I don't have a specific scale in mind, I could always use my chromatic scale. But the chromatic scale is not going to give you as much definition of the sound of the chord because it's a chromatic scale. It has all of the notes, uh, you know, all of the chromatic tones in there, so there really isn't a lot of definition. Now, if I take something like my C natural minor scale, well now I'm going to have much more definition because I have the notes of the chord uh, baked into that scale, okay? there I can move to F, right? So then I move to F and I could do like the F Dorian scale. And move back to C minor. Now, when I moved to F and went to F Dorian, why did I go to F Dorian? Well, I just felt like going to F Dorian, all right? So it didn't have to be F Dorian. Could it, be, it could have been F Mixolydian or F Altered. But the idea here is that you're taking one chord, one scale, and you're really just trying to seriously get a bunch of flow out of that one scale, right? And the way to do that is really isolating your focus on that one particular chord and scale, all right? Okay, so uh, anyway, that's it for today. So try doing that exercise. Try picking a chord, try picking a scale, and seeing you know what kind of flow you can create in your improvisation. If you need help with rhythm, check out my Rhythm Essentials course back at Jazz Edge. If you need uh, improvisation help, well, then definitely check out the Confident Improviser uh, at jazzedge.com. That is the, uh, the be-all, end-all course for improvisation. It's a great course, especially for beginning improvisers. Um, uh, a uh, short announcement, we are going to be moving the podcast to an every other week, okay? So next week, there will not be a podcast episode. You will see the podcast episode come out every two weeks. Still coming out on Tuesday, but coming out now every two weeks. All right, we're going to try that for a little bit and see how that goes. We might we may go back to every week, but for right now, we're going to move it at least for the summer to every two weeks. All right, so anyway, that's it for me, guys. Thanks for joining me, and I will see you in the next episode.